The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's another way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. It's the two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in security. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops. And there's absolutely no trade-off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. It's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro. And when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saint sincerity and stupidity. It's out on the field and is doing like weird thumb stretches and on national television and looking like a, a goddamn weirdo. This guy is not. <laughs> Got way too excited there. This guy's not going anywhere. People in your house again that you don't know who they are. Yeah. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Sunday night edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. What a week it has been for the Saints. Remember when Drew Brees agreed to his two-year contract five years ago? That was amazing. I feel like, guys, and Dave, I want your thoughts, that we've had a flurry of activity and it's just... With the Saints doing free agency and pandemic, we're all in house quarantine. Like, things that happened early in the week feel like 9,000 years ago. Seriously. This is, uh, this has been the longest three months of my life. This has been the longest three months of my life. How long has it been? Three months, right? We've been doing this for three months. I don't even have it that bad. I, you know, I went to work most days last week. This is the this is the week uh, this week coming up where it's really going to start to hit me because I'm not really allowed to open my business, so I'll be doing very little. So I guess I'll be homeschooling my kids this week. Oh, teachers need to be paid a billion dollars. <laughs> Trying to homeschool your kids is awful. Um, and we'll get into 
the quarantining of America is driving celebrities insane. We'll get into that later. But I want to start. The Saints made a shit ton of news this week. Uh, so I'm going to st- we're going to work backwards because that's recency bias. And we did let's a podcast. Let's Tarantino this shit. Yeah. First, let's, let's start at the end and then let's go to the beginning and then let's go back to the end and then go to the middle. <laughs> that so, sounds like Memento. Uh, you guys ever seen that movie? It's yes. good. I'm confused, though. The uh, <laughs> So we did a f- podcast Friday night. Breaking news, by the way. Become a $10 patron. You can have access to all the podcasts. You get the breaking news podcast. You should do it. $10. It's awesome. Uh, but the Saints signed Emmanuel Sanders and Dave... We, you, Andrew, everybody, pretty much Saints Twitter has been begging for this for two years. I feel like collectively, collectively, we sort of wished Emmanuel Sanders into existence on the Saints. Like Saints Twitter was euphoric about that signing. What was your uh, initial impression? And now that you've had a little time to sink in, are you still as excited? Yeah, well, we kind of talked about it briefly last night when we were watching the Saints Chargers 2016 game but I mean by the way watch that because we broke 255 copyright laws it's going to be coming down soon so watch it while you can but continue Dave (laughs) Um, I mean I I love the signing look Emmanuel Sanders is not uh, he's he's certainly not in the same category as Michael Thomas and he's you know uh, by NFL standards, he's older. He's like what thirty, thirty-one. He's on his tenth or eleventh NFL. Yeah, he's on his tenth or eleventh NFL season. Um, but uh, I mean, one, the Saints already have Michael Thomas. We don't need some big star. We he, we just need help. We need the number two guy not to be Keith Kirkwood. Uh, and I think that automatically, <laughs> uh, I think automatically, Emmanuel Sanders comes in here and he is definitively, without a doubt, the number two guy. And I mean, this is not like past signings like Cam Meredith. Like Emmanuel Sanders is a legitimate veteran. Uh, he's good for. I was I looked up his stats and I know Andrew watched every game of his last year, so he's he'll have more in depth stuff to tell you, but. I mean, I, I looked at his stats, and he's good every single year for at least 50 catches, uh, usually more than that, and in the range of seven to 800 yards. And for the Saints, uh, for a number two guy, that's pretty damn good. So I am definitely excited. And wide receiver, I've been saying it all offseason, but wide, wide receiver was the one area I wanted to see them uh, improve at. And, and they still have the draft. And, this year's draft class is incredibly deep at wide receiver. So they're still probably going to use a high pick and probably grab another wide receiver. Uh, and then at that point, then, you know, just see, play it out in camp. Should Emmanuel Sanders, if he ever has an introductory press conference, I think he just needs to go to the podium and say, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Emmanuel Sanders and not Keith Kirkwood. You're welcome. And then just walk off. I think that's the best description of this acquisition I've heard. Yeah. Or just go up to the mic and say, hello, everyone. The alternative was Austin Carr. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm being slightly hyperbolic. I mean, I guess maybe – I mean, first of all, I didn't look this up. Is Ted Ginn – is he under contract again for next season? He is not. Okay. So, and, and they're probably, what are you guys thinking? Not going to resign him? No. Right. So, okay. So Emmanuel Sanders is number two and now your number three is, is either Traquan or Kirkwood. So Kirkwood's with uh, the Panthers. 
That's oh, right. he's gone already. Oh, yeah, he left. That's right. That's right. He so got Traquan there. will be three. Uh, yes, yeah, so you got Traquan three. So, I mean, you, I mean, basically Wait, the way you Dave, look at you're, it is... Dave, is, you're kind of going uh, full Kevin on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, but not... I mean, like, like in, seriously, uh, this is basically this is basically a swap. You've, you've basically swapped out Ted Ginn for Emmanuel Sanders, and in my opinion, that's that's a big upgrade. It's a huge upgrade. And listen, this- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Saints, they got, you know, 2017, they got the best year of Ted Ginn's career out of him, and he was 32. So I don't think the age makes a difference. Um, the one thing that I was slightly surprised with, Andrew, is that I thought Emmanuel Sanders, even with his age, I thought he would get a little bit better contract because teams have so much money. I thought he would do better than two years. I mean, he basically got what Jimmy Graham got. Uh, and he's a way better – I know it's a different position, but I think he's a way better quality player than Jimmy Graham. And he basically got what Jimmy Graham got. I was surprised he didn't get more. That's why I was thinking he was sort of out of the Saints price range. Yeah. I, I mean, SportTac, the cap site, uh, had him pegged at two years, $20 million. That was what they projected it's, for him. It's, it's sport, sport Track, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was SportTac. Maybe it's Sport Track. Pretty sure it's Sport Track. Sport Track is the no, website you go to accidentally spot, and they get your social spot, security you're right, number. You're right, it's Spot Track. Sorry, Spot Track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, they they had him pegged at two years, twenty million, and uh, he got a little less than that. So I do I do think it's uh, I do think it's a favorable deal for the Saints. I think there is one thing that's interesting this year about free agency and that they can't really do physicals and they're not doing in-person visits. And so I think on some level, especially with a guy like that, who's 33 and just played 20 games without a bye week last year. Um, he, he actually never got, uh, and if you pay $10, you'll listen to our Emmanuel Sanders podcast, where I talk about everything I saw on film, watching every game he played last year, but because he was traded, he never had a bye week in the regular season. So he, he actually played 17 games last year during the regular season, which is rare for a player. And, uh, and then he played in the Super Bowl. So he played 20 games last year. And, uh, you know, this is what I said on the other podcast, but that's a lot of wear and tear. And so, you know, I wonder if 
a 33 year old that just played 20 games and he, he played in all of them. He did have a rib injury, which took him out of two games, like midway through the games. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think maybe teams were a little nervous about offering him as much based on how much, uh, where there was on the tread, you know? So Jason champagne in the chat room said, y'all are sleeping on Emmanuel Butler. He could be the next Adrian. Oh, got... He's the oh, four. We're going to have, uh, uh, I was going to say, have we, not, have we not screwed that up yet? Has Ralph not confused them? Oh, it's going to be the Battle of Emmanuel's in training camp. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. <laughs> well, if, it would be really hard for me to mash up the name because they have the same first name. So Just say Emmanuel. Just say yeah. Emmanuel and be done with it. You really need that soundbite for Emmanuel Sanders now. You need like some, oh, come, shall come to you, oh, we. Like that needs to be his, his thing mute. whenever we bring his him mute. up. You need well, to have I mean, some like old school church hymn. Yes, the monks. Gregorian chanting. That would be amazing. It would be. I'll get on it because I'll have a ton of free time. I heard you're yeah. typing. I know you're you're right. You're taking notes. That's good. I know. That's good. Actually, no. It's just the, the wire dangling from my headset, wow. banging. But um, <laughs> the Saints also did a move this week. Uh, they did their yearly uh, bring back an old Saints and pump in the nostalgia <laughs> in our veins. Uh, and this year, it's Malcolm Jenkins, uh, who uh, was sort of obvious when the Philadelphia released him. Um, Dave, people had sort of mi- Saints fans. I felt like had a little bit of a mixed reaction to him. We'll get to the reaction of the player that they brought back that they people did not like in a second. We'll get to Andres Pete in just a second. But Malcolm <laughs> Jenkins was was a move that uh, Saints fans were pretty positive about. I think I'm happy about it. Uh, you know, I, I know I, it, it, the first thing everybody said was, "Well, you know, last the Saints always said, or Sean Payton always said, you know, he." He regretted letting Malcolm Jenkins go. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I think a lot of that is from the locker room standpoint, obviously. He's, he was a leader in the locker room. And, uh, and he was the same way with, with, in Philadelphia. He was very outspoken. He was a leader on that team. But um, I am super happy to see him back. Uh, I think this obviously means Von Bell is uh, probably going to go bye-bye now. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know. I love when we get the band back together. Love it. <laughs> uh, I mean, Andrew, are you surprised that Malcolm Jenkins got uh, released or the option not picked up or whatever, that he got signed before Von Bell did? Von Bell still hasn't signed with anyone. Yeah, I, I'm sure he'll get signed tomorrow uh, would be my guess. But, um, yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. Uh you know, the thing about Malcolm Jenkins is, uh, and I mentioned this, I apologize to our patrons for repeating myself, but this is the free show. And so uh, a lot of people have not heard me say this. So I'll say this real quick. But uh, one thing that I mentioned on one of our shows that I find really interesting about these two signings is that when you look at the Saints and the way they exited the playoffs the last three years, I mean, they really were coin flip situations, a Hail Mary pretty much, uh, a bad refing decision, and then a loss in overtime. So you, you put those three losses together in the playoffs and, and you compare that to what they did in the regular season. I mean, they were 
absolutely talented enough to win a Super Bowl all three years. Uh, they, they were a team with a lot of talent. Uh, and and they, they already have their horses. They already have Breeze, Michael Thomas, Cam Jordan, Lattimore, Kamara. I mean, those are this team. that This is the backbone of this team that's going to produce week in, week out. Uh, but what they don't have, I mean, now Jenkins will be the third guy on the team that's what was on that 2009 team. Mm-hmm. It was just Breeze and Morstead. So now they have a third as they bring back Jenkins. Um but I just find it interesting in the sense that Jenkins won that Super Bowl with the Saints. He's won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Emmanuel Sanders has now been to three Super Bowls with three different teams. Uh, he won with the Broncos, uh, and he's been there with the Steelers, and he's been there now with the 49ers last year. And you just wonder, you know, obviously I, I still think these guys have football left. They're still good players. Uh, the, from a skill set point of view, like it, it makes so much sense why they would add them. You see the vision and all that. Uh, but I just wonder if they've come so close in these playoff games. I wonder if what maybe Sean Payton feels like he needs guys in the locker room in big moments that know what to do and know how to impart that on the younger players on the team. Um, and so these two signings just feel maybe like based on what we've gone through as fans and uh, as a team, what they've gone through uh, that he needs, it's guys like this in the locker room for those moments. Has, That's what these two signings well, it has felt Sean like Payton's me. fingerprints all over it, but I hope he used Purell, Purell because he's got the Rona. I like doing that. So, Dave, the other big news, we just go down the list, uh, that had Saints Twitter uh, upset was they gave Andres Pete $57 million. And I can't, I've made the joke so many times, like – I was just when Andrew told me that news after I got out of the the seventh circle of hell, aka Costco, on a Friday afternoon. Uh, I was just floored, fucking blown. My mind was blown, uh, and I needed Andrew to just talk for like two minutes on the uh, patron podcast because I literally needed a time to get myself together. Uh, what was your reaction when you heard that Andres Pete was getting fifty-seven million dollars? <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot. It seems like a big number uh, for a guy like Pete. Um, so I was definitely surprised, but in, at the same time, not really. Um, I, I think Pete's value is just his versatility. I mean, he is. How many? To- how much did he have to play last year? Because starting guys on the O line were injured, and I mean, he's playing left tackle or he's playing left guard um and i i think that's where the value comes you mean you mean until he got injured himself well yeah oh that's so good yeah but i mean for the most part i mean you know he played 10 games last season but 2018 he played 13 games 2017 15 i mean he's he's usually available and uh those kind of guys, those guys are hard to come by. We have two Jenkins defensive backs, two Sanders receivers, and oh, by the way, the chat no, room, Dave. Two Emmanuel receivers. Two Emmanuel. The chat room gets on you, Dave. You forgot about your adopted UDFA son, little Jordan, a wide receiver. Gave him the short oh, shrift. Oh yeah. Oh, oh right, right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's number. He's the number three. That's right. <laughs> Fuck off, Traquan. <laughs> um. 
Carl Granderson's he, getting ten sacks this year. You oh know, my God. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to win that UDFA competition again this year. Well, no, I'm, I'm we gonna need, be. We need. We need the coronavirus to go away for that alone. I mean, if if there's no football season and we can't have a brand new UDFA competition, <clears throat> I will be crushed. <laughs> it will be a new low. <laughs> I if 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 we don't have a football season, I am going to be in an insane asylum in a straitjacket if Corona doesn't get me first. Like we gotta, I gotta have football. That's all there is to it. Um, the Saints they were nice enough to get Tom Brady off of ESPN, Dave. Uh, which was very nice of them. The, but the way they did it was Sean Payton got coronavirus, which isn't ideal. Um, he's doing fine. Did Tom, so, did Tom Brady officially sign with the Buccaneers? Yes, he did. Yes. Okay. He did. Okay. Um, Go ahead, Jeff. So Sean Payton, he's going to be okay, so I feel like we can make uh, all the jokes of the Rona jokes now because he's in the clear. Um, so, But that was, I think – a moment where an, another moment where it just this thing it went to another level what was your immediate i was when when i heard sean payton got when when i saw tweets that sean payton had got the rona i didn't actually believe it i just thought the saints had done something really stupid in free agency and people were making jokes and it took me a minute to realize oh no he really does have coronavirus um you thought it was like a bad april fools Saints blog joke. Well, no, I figured they, I figured they had made like a terrible move, and people, and people were just ripping on him. Um, I didn't realize that it was actually real. But as far as uh, Sean Payton getting Corona, were you? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it affect anything of you? Like, no. make it more serious or make it more personal no. or anything with the coronavirus? Did it? Did it affect you in any way? No, it was a non-issue for me. I wasn't worried about Peyton. I'm still not worried about Peyton. Uh, I think he'll make a full recovery. Uh, so, and then and that, then he'll have it, and then he won't be able to get it again. So he can just <laughs> go out there and and just do whatever he wants to do, and he can get to coaching and hang out hanging out at the facility. <laughs> That's real upside. Um, you know. Andrew, as we move on from we got other Corona topics we that we that are much lighter and more fun than Sean Payton uh, getting it. But the one thing that I feel like is sort of forgotten because it's so it's so much earlier in the week. And after Tom Brady got his deal and Philip Rivers got his deal, Drew Brees gave the Saints such a fucking break with his. Two year twenty five two year fifty million dollars, twenty five million dollars this year deal. It is such a contract break he has given them yet again. I was the more I at the time I was like, eh, it's not that big of a break, but as we've gone on and we're a week into free agency, man, he gave them a discount. Isn't that the same rate that uh Brady gave the Bucks? Two years fifty? Yeah, but Brady's is fully guaranteed both years. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's a good deal for the saints and, um, it's one of those things where 
he certainly could have asked for more, especially if you look at his statistics last year. He was the number two rated quarterback in the league, led the league in completion percentage. I mean, I, I think he could easily say, look, I put up those numbers. Uh, and, and it was like you said, the Cardinals offered him two years, 60 million uh, two years ago. Uh, and if you look at what he's done statistically since then, and if you look at what the salary cap is now, it's inflated since then. So I, I think there's a team out there that probably would have offered him 33 million for one year. Oh my God! The Colts have like a billion amount of cap space. Like if Drew Brees wanted to look around, Dave, I think he could have got thirty-five million. You don't think Ryan Pace would have been salivating? Oh my God! You know, no. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ryan Pace. Now that you think about, it, that's a great point, Dave. Ryan Pace would have gave him two years, eighty million. He gave Jimmy Graham <laughs> two years, sixteen million. What's to stop him, man? His employment is on the line. Dude, you yeah. know that if Ryan Pace would get Graham Breeze and he would find a way to get Sproles out of retirement too. <laughs> 2011 all over again. <laughs> Ryan, now that's getting the band back together. That'll save my job. He really is dollar store Mickey Loomis, Ryan Pace. He really is. Um, but as we sort of... He, he was right about Cam Meredith, though, not matching... <laughs> Cha-ching. Gotcha. Uh, the Saints free agency, they signed DJ Schweringer today. Uh, can I drop the uh, breaking news? Man, is that a little bit late? Um, but free agency is basically done. So I kind of want both of your opinions on the Saints sort of free agency process and what what you – what you give it and just your overall feelings of are they better, are they worse, or are they the same? And, Andrew, I'll start with you. Yeah, well, they lost Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so I think there's less uh, – I mean, as it stands right now, you're not really in a position to risk Taysom Hill. Um, and so they're still going to have to get someone there. I, I don't think they're done, by the way. Um, you know, obviously, I think they're going to have to make some moves. Uh but I don't. I, mean, I, th- I think getting Andres Pete back was actually really important. Um, and it's not that I didn't want to upgrade from him, um, but I certainly uh, to move backwards from him was a non-negotiable. And so when you look at the top two guys in free agency and Brandon Scherf and Joe Tooney, they both got franchised and they weren't options. And so with them off the board, that uh, you really started to be limited because guard quality was pretty thin in free agency this year. So and I mean, if, uh, if they end up. It- and Glasgow, you can, you can, I think you can make an argument. Glasgow was the only free agent available guard that was better than Pete, and everybody else was either equal to or less quality than yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So, and and he gives you that flexibility that he can play left tackle. So, you know, I I think it was important, and I think getting on Yamada back was really important too, because you want to keep that defensive rotation on the defensive line going. So. You know, if you ask me what position group is worse, uh, I would say right now maybe just linebacker. Uh, and obviously, they lost AJ Klein; they didn't really replace him, so um, that's a concern. He's a pretty good player for them, um, but you know they still have the draft. Now they have less picks than most teams, and they don't have a second-round pick again this year. So um, it's uh, that I think it's going to come down to, for the Saints. It's going to come down to them having another good draft, and last year. 
with very little assets, they were able to get CJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, they were able to get Eric McCoy and uh, they were able to get some undrafted rookies that really helped the team. So I think it's going to be incumbent on them to do the same, you know, to really hit on some of these picks. But uh, look, this was a 13 and three team last year. They were super talented. Um, and the one thing we, a lot of us felt like they were missing was a slot receiver. And they've got that, a very good one in Emmanuel Sanders. So uh, I, I feel pretty good. I feel good about the team right now that they'll be competitive. Um, you know, the, the one thing I worry about is just how, how much better I think the NFC South's gotten. Uh, and I would be curious to hear which free agent signing scares you most, Teddy in Carolina, Tom Brady in uh, Tampa, or Todd Gurley in Atlanta. Well, we'll get to that's a great question. We'll get to that in, a, in actually a Twitter. That was one of the Twitter questions. But Dave, I want Dave's opinion on free agency. Do you feel like they went forward, backwards, or the same? Well, they always go forward. Um, I agree with Andrew. I don't think they're totally done yet. They'll probably have a couple more signings. I mean, you know, we saw they weren't very active in the beginning. I think they like to get bargain guys. They like to shop around in the bargain bin, you know, when you're at Blockbuster and they had the old VHS tapes and they were like five for. Ooh, history of the world for four dollars. Uh, they, like, <laughs> they like to get a couple of those guys at the end, so I don't think they're done yet. And um, look, this is I, this off season has kind of gone the way uh, I said it would, and I think we all agreed it would. It was, it's a, it's like a meh off season. It's like, yeah, they 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 filled holes they needed to fill. Um, they addressed the needs they needed to address. But they didn't do it with any big splashes. It wasn't very exciting. Mm, um, I feel like I feel like Emmanuel Sanders because he burned the Saints to the ground in that game. <laughs> like that is in Saints world. Like that was a splash signing. That's it's to, to me. It's 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 the 2020 version of signing Ted Ginn. It's like the same. It, they're, they're they're the same exact thing to me. This is. The, this is, I feel like this is the same movie we've seen before, uh, and that's good. And the Ted and 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 all these, I think all these signings are going to wind up really paying off dividends on the football field. Andrews Pete is going to continue just being a solid, just decent lineman, and and Emmanuel Sanders is definitely going to elevate the uh, the passing game, and uh, Malcolm Jenkins is definitely going to. You know, he's going to be teaming up with Demario Davis, and the two of them are going to fucking have this defensive locker room on fucking lockdown. Um, and uh, I absolutely think that they have gotten better, and I absolutely think they're going to continue to get better in the draft. Well, they're on lockdown for they're on lockdown right now, that's for sure. <laughs> America on lockdown. Malcolm, Mal Malcolm Jenkins and Demario Davis are the kind of guys that would be like, okay, we're all have. Well, I guess that's more than ten people, so that wouldn't be allowed. But they'd be like, we're all going to go to somebody's house and like hang out there and quarantine together and just bond as a defense. <laughs> Speaking of bonding, the the, the athletes and celebrities and um, football players are losing their minds on fucking Twitter. Uh, Jamal Murray for the, for the Denver Nuggets, he did an Instagram of his girlfriend giving him head today. Uh, he Instagrammed that out just for America for to see Who and did enjoy. This? I'm sorry, what? Uh, Jamal Murray for the Nuggets, point guard. <laughs> that actually happened? 
that actually happened. What is, what was he thinking? Oh I don't. Oh my you, God. You'll have to ask him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so they had that. Well, now they I had well, this. They had Cam Jordan. He was trying to make Terry Jamal with two, two, two M's, one L. One, one M. He claims he was hacked. I'm reading about it right now. Yeah, he was hacked. Yeah, hacked my ass. <laughs> he was he was blown. That's what he was. Um, so he did that. Cam Jordan tried to make teriyaki chicken that went to, that went horribly, horribly wrong, and, and Sean Payton was making fun of him on the Twitters. And then Madonna did this weird video from her tub with, surrounded with rose petals saying that the coronavirus doesn't discriminate against rich or poor um, with, like, candles and shit. It was very weird. So, like, celebrities are fucking losing their mind because I guess they don't have their handlers around them to tell them to, to not do that or they're just going stir-crazy like the rest of us. But, Andrew, what... Wait a minute. So- the, the, Cam, the Cam Jordan raw chicken thing, that, that's happened before with somebody else. No? this I'm getting deja vu from this. Didn't somebody else post a video of them cooking chicken or something and it was raw and then they and they wound up getting like like salmonella or whatever? Poison? Sounds like sounds like Dave's losing his mind too. No, didn't didn't somebody like miss like a football game or something because they were sick and then they they discovered that it was because they didn't cook their chicken. I want to say somebody I in the that, chat room. Like... This is this happened. This this is this. Help Somebody Dave in the out. chat room is going to remember this. And Dave, then, uh, Dave has Rona. I knew you had Rona. I knew it. <laughs> is one of the symptoms of coronavirus like delirium? Yes, absolutely. No, but no, I totally. Somebody like missed a game or something because they got. And it turns out they didn't cook their chicken enough. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember if it was a. I feel like I, I mean, you know who you're talking to. I would have definitely remembered this thing. Worry about, we've gone from worry about your meat to cook your chicken. This is probably some New York Ranger in the 90s. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Somebody in the chat room is going to remember. Mark Messier was making kebabs that went really, really wrong. I don't remember Adam Graves doing that, but I'm sure it happened. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. 
Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Andrew, you asked a, gr- a good question. What free agent move in the NFC South scares you more? Uh, Bridgewater to Carolina, Brady to Tampa, or Todd Gurley to Atlanta? Um I would Atlanta say, got Dante Fowler too. Dante Fowler. I, I would yeah. say of of all of them, you have to say Brady. Even though I do believe he's not a great fit in Tampa, and I believe he's started his decline. He's not going to turn the ball over thirty times like Jameis Winston. So even if he's not any good, he's still going to be turn the ball over less than twelve times, and that makes Tampa very very formidable in my t- opinion and, and probably bumps them up to like an eight nine win team which if they go to the seven playoff teams format that's probably a playoff team in the nfc so i i would say that the brady move scares me the most but it doesn't like make me shake at night dave uh really because i i guess i'm the op- I, definitely the brady move is the biggest concern for sure and I mean, he's got some weapons on the other end of the football in Tampa Bay. So, yeah, it's interesting you say that because, you know, we talk about Brady's decline, but he really started to look bad when Gronk wasn't there anymore. You know, and and I, I just wonder what what would Breeze look like without Michael Thomas? You know, so it, it's it's one of those things where you add all of a sudden Mike Evans and. Um, Godwin. That, uh, yeah, Godwin, Chris Godwin. You, you add those guys to Brady, and uh, Brady, maybe he has end. a bounce back year where he looks a little bit better. But, um, you know, I, I do think 
when you get older, it's important to have big playmakers, you know? And I mean, it's not that I think on some level breeze made Colston and he made Jimmy Graham, but I also think he was able to put prolific numbers up because he had guys like that. And same with Michael Thomas. Uh, but I'm with you guys. I, I definitely think Tom Brady is, especially Tampa has a lot of talent. And like you said, I think James Winston was a big reason why they didn't win more games is lack of consistency. So, you know, I don't know how good Brady's going to be, but I don't think he's going to lose them games. Um, so, uh, but I, I will tell you who else needs to be worried. Uh, it's uh, Michael Thomas, his, his record with, with uh, check down Teddy in Carolina McCaffrey, <laughs> Mc, McCaffrey may break his receiving record by week 12. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Teddy, he'll be okay in Carolina, but I, they're like tearing up their team and rebuilding. I, I just. And Keekley uh, retired. Yeah. I mean, like, who else do they have besides McCaffrey? You know? Keekley retired. At, uh, Greg Olson is gone. So it's it's a new era there. I mean, they're in full rebuild. They gave the con- they gave that new coach Matt Rule. They gave him seven years. So like, I mean, granted, their their owner is a billionaire, Dave. So they can fire him after after a couple if they wanted to. But but probably they're in the long haul with him. For he's probably going to get at least three years, no matter how much they go backwards this year. Um, but do we still feel like this? Oh, and Gurley with Atlanta, like Atlanta. Gurley's done. Huh? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, why does everyone say that? Dave? Did you, did you watch him play last year? No, he barely I, even played like the beginning of the season. Right. I, I'm just surprised that, it, I mean, I get it that he has like the arthritic knee and, but uh, I, I'm surprised that people are writing him off. I mean, he, I mean, didn't didn't LA have him like on a play count and like you know they were they tried yeah. I mean, he still rushed for 850 yards and 12 touchdowns last year. Yeah. I mean, he he wasn't like his usual ridiculously awesome self. Like he wasn't like one of the best backs in the league like he normally is. But I mean, he's he's I think he's better than Devontae Freeman at this point. Well, the the. Ideally, what you want from Todd Gurley is you want Atlanta to be seven and nine again, but Todd Gurley be really good, and then Atlanta make a more long-term commitment to him, and then his knee blows up. Like that's that's the ideal situation. No, I mean, I I think I mean I I'm with I, I know that where you guys are going with it is that uh, Gurley's on borrowed time, and I feel that too. I mean that's why they gave him a one-year deal. I was surprised they were. I was surprised Gurley got a deal. Uh, without teams being able to do medicals on him. Like, I just figured, like, he would have to wait until, like, the training camp and everybody's back and getting the, and then teams can bring him in and look at him once the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, some of these deals get nixed. You know, if, if, let's say, like, a month or two from now, if the if this ever gets lifted and things get better and they finally get these players in to do physicals, physicals if, yeah. if, they would, if, if we see some deals get canceled down the road. I would think we'd at least have one or two, right? Yeah, maybe. Dave, you think so? No, or no? I mean, you know who it really sucks for is a guy like Joe Flacco, who just got released for uh, failure to – he failed a physical. They they released him with a failed physical designation. And so now like he can't really go meet with teams and work out for them and get a physical done. 
Um, so, I mean, for a guy like that, I mean, who would want Joe Flacco anyway? But, I mean, him being unemployed, like, it just really sucks for a guy like that. He might be He might be a guy the Saints – the Saints, Dave, are going to go with, in my opinion, they're going for – they're going to sign another quarterback, and it's going to be the Jamie Martin, Mark Brunel, corpse variety of quarterback. And Joe uh, Flacco. Actually, fits that's right not a bad him. idea. I would not mind Joe Flacco. Like, because, because Dave, would I you feel- guys hate that? I mean, we we have Taysom Hill, and it's obviously if something happened to Breeze, Taysom would be the starter. But if Flacco signed for Ooh. a very small deal just to be kind of the third quarterback, I, I would not hate that. Dave. Wait, what were you guys talking about? I'm still trying to find this Jamal Murray Instagram video. Uh, I can't. Uh, Joe, I, just, I can't find the suitable for work version. If if no, Joe, if I, I Joe just, Flacco signs I would, one year, two million. I, yeah, no, I would no, I would I would totally take Joe Flacco. That would be like the best backup quarterback we've had since Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I don't know. Andrew was texting me as he was watching Emmanuel Sanders. As you were watching that tape last night, and you were like, "My fucking god, Joe Flacco was terrible." So, yeah. If I if I if I hadn't had that text from Andrew and not actually watching Flacco play in Denver, I'm with Dave. I'd be like, "He might be pretty good, Joe Flacco. He won a Super Bowl way back when. He was really bad that as bad? Did he, is he really, really like falling off a cliff? Their their offensive line is just their pass protection was just. Horrendous, oh, yeah. so oh. bad. Yeah. yeah, so I mean that definitely made him look worse. But I will tell you guys this: I have been watching. I watched like thirty NFL games over the last, uh, you know, three days, and so I've watched a lot of Carson Wentz. I've watched a lot of Joe Flacco. I've watched a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo because Malcolm Jenkins and Emmanuel Sanders played on all for all three of those quarterbacks. Um, so I watched a lot of them, and then I watched all the quarterbacks that they played. And it was a reminder to me how freaking terrible everybody is compared to Drew Brees. Seriously. <laughs> I, I like it. It just like Drew Brees would have made that throw. Drew Brees wouldn't have done that. Like, it, it's just like there are moments in every game. And like, these aren't even like Flacco's won a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz has been to the playoffs. Like, Garoppolo just went to the Super Bowl this year. I'm not, and he went to the playoffs with the Patriots. Like, I, I'm not talking about guys that are just like, bottom feeders in the league these are guys that have been successful and they just i i have never spent this amount of time watching other quarterbacks play and it it just dawned on me again how ridiculously spoiled we are and by watching excellence every sunday and thinking it's just normal (laughs) i watched the saints browns from 2006 today and Charlie Fry was an abomination. And oh, by the way, two, 2006 Breeze, his arm is kind of like it is in two, 2019. Like his arm in 2006. I, mean, I, I watched like that, that Saints 49ers game when I was watching Emmanuel Sanders. And I mean, Breeze was ridiculous in that game. He was awesome. Yeah. Drew Breeze standing on his head in the defense, f- failing him. It's a reoccurring theme the last decade it, and a half. Yes, it is. So before we get to uh, Twitter questions, which we have a a couple, I wanted to talk about, you know, school's out probably until the fall. So a lot lot of us with kids are having – Please, God, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> so a lot of us with kids are trying to like homeschool or entertain your kids. So I was thinking, Andrew, I know America's in, under quarantine, but if in this time of no school, if you needed a Saints player to babysit your kid, who would be the best Saints player to babysit, babysit your kid and who would be the worst? Well, best for sure, I got to go with Thomas Morstead. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if you've been watching, but his his son, I think it's Max, he's already has him riding a bike, and he's very young, and he's like has him jumping rope, and he's done like 20 in a row, and I know Thomas Morstead is big on nutrition and eats very healthy, so, uh, you know, he, he would be a good good uh, babysitter for my kids. So he, without a doubt, I'm going Thomas Morstead. I mean, my kid won't even ride his bike because last summer he fell off his bike and broke his arm and he's terrified to ride it. So he won't even do it. So Tom, my son is nine and Thomas Morstead's kids. Like, I don't know. He's like a, a nine month old and he's riding his bike better than my son. <laughs> nine so month old. He's, he's not, yeah, France. I don't know. He's like five, I guess. But, um, so I would pick Thomas Morstead as the best, uh, the worst, huh? Ooh, the worst who would be the worst babysitter i mean all time you'd got to go like albert cannell because he's a thief darren yeah. sharper <laughs> i don't know i think i trust those two over junior galette Ooh, that's a bad choice um i feel like jonathan sullivan would would have given my kids like bad eating habits you know like you get home and you're like did you eat a whole dozen Krispy Kreme donuts and they'd be like yes yeah he, he like yeah and then I threw the trash in the cabinets <laughs> <sighs> oh somebody in the chat room but said we get, Mike but we got but we got to go current roster right yeah you got to go current roster hmm. so all right Dave I, you go I'll think about this I think the worst person to ha to have would be would be Armstead because he's always getting hurt and you'd probably get a call from like the hospital or the quick clinic that like something horrible went wrong. Yeah, he probably would tear his bicep holding him or something. Yeah. So Teron Armstead. Uh but Dave, did you have any idea who would be the worst babysitter? No, I don't I don't have a worst. The best here this is this is gonna be a surprise one. This is a dark horse. But I happen to know for a fact the you know that um, uh, Marcus Davenport. He's really into like he's really into like kid stuff, like video games and Pokemon and stuff. Oh yeah, he's uh, into the and so Japanese would, anime too. He'd, he'd, yeah, yeah, he's into like all that stuff. So he'd be really cool with like, like my kid because my kid's really into all that stuff. Right. So that would be good, right? Yeah, That'd yeah. No, he's, oh, okay. he's on the good side. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anybody that would be uh, that would be bad. Little Jordan Humphrey, maybe. No, he'd would be he the would, worst. He would be an angel. Oh, oh, the the answer is Granderson, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I can't believe I didn't think of that. If you can't trust your kids with family, who can you trust them <laughs> with, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, that's true. Somebody said, "Man, we we are so de we are so desperate for sports. They're showing old sports. ESPN has." juggling dodgeball on the Ocho right now, which is a real actual thing, apparently. Um, I, I, I don't know 
how I'm going to... I don't know how I'm going to survive into May without fucking sports. Because free agency, the well is eventually going to run dry. And we'll keep churning out these podcasts. By the way, you should sign up at The Daily Show. $10. You get all the cool swag, including Crude Taste Cup. We'll keep churning out the Saints content. But if I don't have fucking sports to watch at night, I'm going to go crazy. And my poor wife... When it hits her, my like, wife, my, my poor wife, <laughs> yeah, my wife. When it hits her in April, that baseball isn't there, she is going to lose her fucking mind, and I fear for her mental well-being because she is a she is a die-hard baseball fan of the likes. Most people aren't in this country anymore, and when she don't have the Astros on anymore, I might just have to start playing old Astros games and, and trick her and convince her that they did actually start the season and see how long it takes her to figure it out. Um, but it's going to be bad. So um, after what they channel, play the – Which channel's the Ocho? How do I get the Ocho? I think it's on the Deuce right now. What is that? Well, ESPN2? Yeah, or maybe it's regular oh, ESPN. I mean, it's not like they have anything else to show. Regular ESPN has uh, WrestleMania 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, these, the rock. These, these are great in the chat. Uh, Saints Recline says, uh, if it's an all-time Saint, he would pick Gleason because he comes with a whole entourage that can help. That's true. Uh, that's, a, that's a great answer. And then uh, Gabriel says... Uh, the worst would begin because you know he'd drop your kid. At <laughs> a pivotal moment for Ted Ginn. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't said... see juggling dodgeball. What I do, what I do see is uh, first, uh, it's um, a volleyball, and you hit it with your head on a ping pong table, and it's, so it's ping pong, but it's, volleyball. You only, but you use your head. Volleyball. You use and you and you don't use your hands. You use your head, and the ball is about the size of a volleyball. Volleyball. This is fucking. This is wild. If anybody is going to be getting <laughs> CTE, it's these guys. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. How the fuck do you dream up that sport? Like... Turn on ESPN two. Are you have to? Are you turn it on immediately? <laughs> what is? It's called the Moxie Games. What's it called? <laughs> this is. It's called Hedies. Is they it called Hedies? I saw they want a corn. They want a corn. These these dudes are putting like fucking crazy spin on this ball using their head. They're like contorting <laughs> and twisting their head at the point of impact, and it's like totally. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. How do you get into the sport? How the fuck even, do you get into the sport? I don't even know. We're on day eight. They're talking about America needing to be quarantined till like the middle of April. We are not going to make it. I mean, if that's what's on ESPN now, Andrew, remember uh, that? Look, look, Dave, if you want to talk about something insane real quick, if you think that's insane, I got something even crazier for you. Right now, the Saints are in line for a comp pick. <laughs> <laughs> And not wow. like a bad, not like a sixth or seventh round comp pick. They're in line. Yeah. I tried to gauge like teams losing and gaining players. Um, now they signed Emmanuel Sanders, so that will even it out a little. I think they're going to get a third round comp pick. Well, how, how, let's see. They've lost Apple, AJ Klein, Teddy. Have they lost anybody else? Well, they'll, they'll lose Von Bell. 
Okay, so they'll lose four guys, and they've only signed Emmanuel. Like Jenkins doesn't count because he was cut. He wasn't a regular yeah. free agent. So they've only picked up one guy, and if they lose Von Bell, that'll be four. So they could be in line for like two comp picks. Yeah. So well, they said I I looked at it previously. Like if you if you if you lose three you usually will get at least one third round pick if you, and if you lose more than that you usually get an extra one so but so i'm i was looking at it i think it'll be best case scenario it'll be a third and a fifth uh the worst case scenario right now is they're getting a third round comp pick which that is a legitimate quality draft asset dave of course the chances of the Saints actually I'm using sorry, it. Sorry, you do you do not have my attention. I am enthralled <laughs> with this headbutting <laughs> ping pong sport. <laughs> well, hey Dave, if if they don't have NFL games in the fall, uh, you can be our um, our full correspondent for that. You can dive uh, into it. Gonna, give us will, an... you, will you? Will yeah? Will you pay me to go to this thing? We might if, if if enough people if enough people become ten dollar patrons get the, you get the crew to, you get the crew today's <laughs> cup you get daily podcasts and we'll send Dave to be a correspondent for whatever crazy uh, sport that is where people hit wait a so is this sport not quarantined or shut down like is this no, happening it's, it's, it's live old. or is this just like replays from last summer or something oh it's I'm I... sure it's a replay. I don't know. Did, I, did you guys? Did you turn it on? Did you watch this? Are you looking at what I'm looking at? It's it's insanity. But it, but that could be good for I'm me not, because I'm not really in a position without waking people up to go to. Well, that. here's my thing. I, must I like more. this game, Dave, because more. you can't use your arms, and I only have one good arm. Maybe that's the sport that I needed to commit to when I was younger. Uh, I don't know because these guys are like. They're sliding up and like getting up on the table and getting their heads all up by the net, you know. And they're making the uh, ball. Again, cr- how are they making the ball curve like that? That's what I'm saying, dude. On it's... the on the on the uh, on the serves is when they put the most spin on it because I guess they have control over the ball. Uh, all right, I, I gotta turn this on. I don't know. <laughs> this is amazing. And I, but again, the main question is: is how do you get into this? Like, do you like walk into a bar one day and people are playing this, and you're like, "What are you guys doing?" Oh, this is called headbutting ping pong. You want to play? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who invented that? Sudden, Who invented? Dude, did stoners invent that game, or I don't? That, that cannot be good for your brain. No, I would think not. Um. You know, there's some people out there that are insanely into this. Oh, there's people that are insane. Uh, Raise his hand emoji. (laughs) (laughs) I saw, I'm waiting for him in in a week, Andrew. Remember those old NFL games that it was a a metal board and you would plug it in and it would vibrate and the little players would move? Oh, yeah. Did anybody, I don't know what you called that, but... Apparently, people still play that, and they like shave the pieces down, and they run fucking plays, and it's amazing. In a week, America, we'll be watching that on ESPN because they ain't got nothing else. Um, I read like a like a three thousand word article on that, like like three months ago. It was a it was incredible. Like people, Dave, you would ne- 
how do you like you asked the question how do people get into that i was like how do people care about nfl football where it's a vibrating board but apparently they do because if there's something that you're into with the internet nowadays you can find a group of it in facebook that are just as into it as you so um um yeah wait what was i gonna say uh it's on commercial right now right yes okay yeah yeah it's a commercial so let's before we get out, um, wait. I had something witty to say, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> well, if you think of it, just jump in because I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna. Well, do no, two. it was it was it was topical. It had to do with something. It was, something you we, said. You blew we, it. I know. know I did. We have I some know. Twitter wait, questions. What? Wait, this is ping pong. No, it's with, with your head and a volleyball or something <laughs> smaller than a volleyball. I thought yeah, you guys like, said. It. I thought you guys said it was dodgeball. No, no. Ralph said originally. Ralph said juggling dodgeball. That was what was on before this. What is wrong with these guys? <laughs> I'm glad we sucked Andrew in now. Look at the way this guy slides up. He's like a beached whale, the way he slides up. I mean, these they are not like athletes. You know, these aren't like finely tuned athletes. These are like dudes. Uh, and like when, when that guy slides up on the ping pong table on his belly, it's like a beached whale. Like, yeah, these yeah. guys are definitely getting PT. Right they, they look like... Like he looks like a dolphin when he when they come up getting the food when somebody's handing them the food. <laughs> this is this is my everything. This is uh, you know this quarantine thing is not so bad. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and you were at our live show, so you know dumb shit. You know what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna get through it together. What, what's that hashtag alone together or some bullshit like that? Um, so here we got some Twitter questions from people. Preston oh, Ellis. Oh, that was insane. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to Preston. His wife had a baby this week. He asked, Disney is tentatively planning to reopen on April 26th. Is that too soon? No, Preston. By the, by April, middle of April, we're going to be so desperate. And he blew it. And he blew it. <laughs> I didn't know you could stand up on the table. This what? guy's getting crazy aggressive. <laughs> If we built a Saints team for this, what what kind do you do you need like wide receivers or do you I feel like you need some offensive linemen to do the whale belly dude, flop thing. Fucking, right? Or nothing, dude. Asim or fucking nobody. <laughs> oh, Jesus, this is amazing. This is so fucking great. <sighs> <laughs> Andrew Reichert asked if Mickey did my taxes would I be in jail for life or getting a billion dollar refund the answer is yes the answer is yes you'd get a billion dollar refund at first and then once the feds catch up with you you're going to jail no no we're not talking about <laughs> Kevin Hauser here <laughs> man when he did that tax scheme they got him the fuck up and out of there quick um would, this is from uh, jed he asked would some form of football or other sports still exist in a post-apocalyptic new orleans um do you think it would be post-apocalyptic water world a dystopian mad max barter town or something else i mean i feel like it might be like the postman where tom petty ran the, the city with no guns Hopefully that's what it would be like, but uh, 
I don't know. Um, I, the musician? Yeah, he was in. He, you never seen The Postman with uh, Kevin Costner? No, no I Petty's love Tom Petty. <laughs> no, uh, actually, Jed, the, the, clearly the sport that is going to be all the rage in post-apocalyptic <laughs> New Orleans is going to be dodge uh, ping pong volleyball. Clearly, that's that's, that's gonna be the headbutting volleyball. I what mean, is the name of this sport? Oh my gosh, I'm yeah, so ca- in love. Calling it ping pong volleyball doesn't even do it justice because it's you can only use your head. No, yeah. right, right. Oh, there's juggling. I see juggling in the background there. But you know what's crazy about real ping pong is you're not allowed to touch the table, so it's just insane to watch them literally jump on it, dive on it. <laughs> Like belly flop on the ping pong table. I need to know the name of the sport, and next week we need to go through the rules of it. I don't think there are rules. I think the, I think it's just like regular ping pong. Other than that, that's it. By the way, the announcer just started juggling out of nowhere. He just started juggling apples. America is falling the fuck it's dark. Apart. This it's is dark, dark times. I, I see. I don't get it. I, this is this is great. This is. I, I, I think we're evolving. I don't think we're going backward. I think we're. I think we've taken three steps forward. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. No, that's what's that was, happening, that Dave. We're not going. We're, we're not going forward. And and. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Yeah. If if we're in September and you're breaking down ping pong. With your fucking head and a volleyball, we know it's dark times. But uh, thanks to everyone in the chat room. And by the way, we had such a great response from the live stream of the Saints games, uh, the quarantine party. We're going to do another one. Uh, Send us your suggestions of games you want to see. Use uh, Saints Happy Hour at Gmail. We'll try to find the condensed version on YouTube. We'll do it again. We'll break 900 different copyright laws. YouTube will send me an email, and I'll take it down. But it'll be a fun thing to do while we're quarantined. So send us your Saints games that you would want us to do. We'll try to find them. Uh, We had a blast last night. So do that. Um, Also, if you want to, become a patron at the $10 level. And also, support local businesses where you can. They're all struggling. Do your part. and try to survive out there as we all stay in our houses and try to avoid the plague. So for Dave, for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Uh, Until next week, the bar is closed.